2: In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. And the Word was friends with God. Kinda. I I mean, yes, but like they were for sure closer back in the day, but they're like definitely friends now. Like definitely friends now. But it is like, like the Word doesn't know uh, like the last time they actually talked. Like the Word knows that they're cool. They know that they're cool with each other and that they enjoy seeing each other and they they text, like the word and God, they definitely text. And it's like, you know. Their lives have gone so many different places, and God is, like, literally famous now, which is, like, totally deserved. And the word isn't saying it's not deserved. It's just, like, it's, like, honestly kind of complicated. Like, like, like they were close friends. Uh, They are friends. And, like, allies probably. But, like, the word kind of struggles with whether saying they're God's friend now, like, in social situations or even, like, online. Like, is that accurate? Or is it even, like, a little, like, clout chasey to do that? Or, like, (laughs) but but, they are literally friends, so these were all things the word could not say in public. It was gauche and no one in the Christian world would hear such honesty with, ironically, charity. To get any kind of perspective, the word had only one option and to speak to him, the word had to go to hell. For those paying attention, (laughs) Yuletide Combat Family is a show about holiday characters (laughs) fighting each other. And part of that incredible mythology is about how the Christmas spirit was trapped in hell for a little while. If you remember that, then you also might remember that in the infinitely deep bowels of hell, there is a hole. A hole that leads to the one place deeper than hell. The Greek imagination.
3: (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Everyone cheers.
4: Everyone cheers.
3: Yay! Yes, we are doing it. It was there the word had to go
2: to find someone with whom he could be honest about his complicated relationship with someone perfect. It was there the word went to meet Narcissus. Uh, (laughs) Ah... Narcissus, A man so vain he would actually, and I'm serious here, check himself out in reflective surfaces. <laughs> like, isn't that crazy? Like, can you imagine if, like, you did that? Like, if you did something like that? Like, if you walked by a window and, like, checked out your fit? Wouldn't that be crazy? Wouldn't that be a crazy thing that you would do? Okay, take two. Ah, <laughs> Narcissus. A man hot enough to want to fuck himself, yet fragile enough to be disappointed by ripples. <laughs> <laughs> Take three. Ah, Narcissus. A man so vain that he actually found the surface of water more interesting than the varieties of fish, bugs, and crustacean underneath. That's crazy to me. Tim Plaid. if you didn't know. Okay, note the editor. You just want to pick whichever one of those takes. Got the cast for a second to respect me. So.
0: <laughs> Keep looking. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the word met Narcissus at Narcissus's office. Chateau de la Pond. <laughs> It's just, the word began, it's like God is everywhere all the time and that's amazing. But I can't help but feel like our relationship, which I value so high, doesn't mean a thing to him because of how many other celestial and earthly entities he has to interact with literally all the time and everywhere. Does that make any sense? I want to fuck myself. Yes, you're right. <laughs> I shouldn't waste time comparing myself to others. I should focus on what makes me special. I'm enough. To me, a mirror is a wedding vow. <laughs> yes, well, thanks for the chat, narcissist. I needed it, especially with the lineup of Yuletide Combat Family being announced soon. It's just so hard to focus on your own lane when you see your peers getting public opportunities. What if you had less peers? Narcissus, for the first time, turned his head away from the pond and towards the word. One eye narrowed at the word conspiratorially, while the other eye strained in desperation as it maintained focus on his reflection in the pond, <laughs> like a chameleon <laughs> in physical therapy relearning how to look cool. <laughs> What if you convinced Yuletide Combat Family Organizing Committee to open up their application pool to include the Greek myths? That way you would feel less jilted because a bunch of those fighting spots would need to be allotted for Greek myths and thus were never yours to begin with. The myths would finally get a chance to return to Earth and I, finally alone, would get more quality time to fuck myself uninterrupted. (laughs) Fuck myself! Begged Echo, eavesdropping. Ignore her. (laughs) Ignore her She wants to fuck me Which I think is weird The only normal thing In the world Is that
3: I Wanna fuck me The w- The word
4: <laughs> Damn the
3: oh, Fuck Sally Shush This is our Christmas special
4: Oh sorry
2: The word Who was there In the beginning Who was God And was with God And who was jealous Of Christmas apparently Agreed This year's Yuletide combat family Will be Greek mythology themed <laughs> Woo Woo cheering but that's not all fighters in honor of narcissus's sacrifice the bitter nature of which you will soon learn well enough this year's tournament will also be love island themed that's right (laughs) the winners of each round will get first pick in the evening's recoupling ceremony
4: wow oh my My goodness because of
2: public voting maybe actually we can talk okay. we, can, okay. we, can, okay. we can we can talk about that <laughs> so in that love island theme each battle it's also kind of a date merry christmas <laughs> Um, so, I have four amazing fighters before me. Um, I'd like you all to introduce yourselves right now and save your characters. Save your characters uh, for when they actually fight. But I just want to introduce everyone here. At first, the boy in the blue shirts bounding from limb to limb on the highest bough of that Christmas tree upon which we um, uh, uh, put a shining star. It's Joe
1: Lapore. On the highest bough, I hope. you damn right. God damn goddamn right. <laughs> What's up, listeners? I'm Joe Lapore. So glad you could join us today. You can hear me on the podcast's Rude Tales of Magic and Oh These, Those Stars of Space. The, uh, I heard of two
2: French hens, but two podcasts? Insane. And speaking of... It's two turtle doves. Is that true? <laughs> it's yeah. three French hens. It's yep. three French yep. hens. Yeah. Yep.
0: Editor, well, not- whoever you are, please leave that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, editor, who is me, by the way. (laughs) But speaking of three French hens,
4: French.
2: Huh, that is the land of uh, many culinary delights, uh, many of which are baked like the (laughs) expert baker in the bunch, Carly Monardo.
0: (laughs) Looks cool is right there. You could have just said speaking of looks cool. I wanted to get more specific. Uh, You know, I appreciate it. You all look cool. No one would have
2: known who I was talking about. I had to get more specific, Carly. I simply had to.
0: Okay. Um, Yeah, it's me, Carly Minardo. And you can hear me on the podcasts Rude Tales of Magic, and Are These the Stars of Space.
2: Jeez, I've heard of two golden rings, but but two nope. podcasts? Jeez, Louise. Uh, um, uh, 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 I forget the other ones, but no who I don't <laughs> forget my good friend, Allie Fisher. <laughs> I thought you meant you forgot me and Chris. <laughs> no, I forgot the other lyrics to that song.
4: That's fine. Hello, I'm <laughs> Ali Fisher, and you can also hear me on the podcasts, Rude Tales
2: of Magic, and oh, these, those stars of space. Jeez, I've heard of two wise men, but two podcasts? Speaking of wise men, um, they often carry frankincense and myrrh. Uh, and the, the smell of those
3: amaze me. <laughs> Who else amazes me? <laughs> oh, my good friend Christopher Hastings. Season's greetings, Tim. It's me, Christopher Hastings. Uh, you might know me from uh, a couple of my podcasts, Rude Tales of Magic uh, presents Cometh the King. And um, <laughs> also from uh, the Rude Tales of Magic Patreon, uh, Lasers and Feelings.
0: <laughs>
2: That's where I know you. And so I'm glad to be reminded. Plucked you right out of 2020. <laughs> friends and this yuletide season we're gonna be doing something we've never done before having christmas characters not only fight each other but also potentially fall in love in honor of the other theme greek mythology you may be wondering it seems like it just made sense to do greek mythology and christmas why would you add the love island aspect to it
0: i would argue it didn't even make sense to do those two together
2: <laughs> no it's because i had an amazing idea i had an amazing idea to do that and i had to follow through with an amazing idea
0: okay that's simply how it goes
2: sense wow. Everyone, everyone listening, sense is just momentum. And if you got it, you got
1: it. Now... No, Tim, I just got a text. <laughs> what? Well, it's that this year's Yuletide Combat has to start now. Hashtag, it's go time. Hashtag, <gasps> let's do it. He
4: got a text! He gets
1: it. I got a text.
2: Yeah, if you don't know Love Island, it's like it's just a good dating reality show. That's all you need to know. There's a recoupling ceremony at the end of most episodes. That's all you really need to know. Um, so <laughs> uh, our first two fighters will be. I'm gonna roll the dice here. To find out who it is. Christopher and Joe Lepore. <laughs>
0: Wait, I thought you said you wanted you me and Allie yeah, to Car- go first.
2: You know, and Carly first. You're exactly right. Yeah. Um, but he, but then he rolled the dice. Um, the I'm first, having a
4: great time.
2: Uh, the first two, uh, okay, so the first two are...
0: <laughs> what is Al- this? What is this Al- theater for? <laughs> no one can see you rolling the dice except us. And you're can- probably going to cut this audio. So why are you rolling the dice? I love it, it. It's what
2: makes it part of it. You guys can do this too. I'm, this yeah. is an open invitation to do this. Yes. This is kind of fun. Right?
4: I don't even Over. have dice. I'm going to do it.
2: Yes. And
1: it's Allie Fisher and... Oh my gosh. And Carly Minardo. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Tim, Tim and I did I did backup rolls and I got the same result. Okay, great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so And I pointed
0: at <clears throat> Allie. Accuracy. Yeah.
2: So... Uh, I'm gonna set up the terrain, and then uh, and then you two uh, will do your uh, character reveals and taunts, and then I'm gonna say one,
1: two, three, fight. Okay, Tim, do you have any Mm -hmm. rules you want to review for the listener? Oh yeah, <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> just for them because I remember everything.
1: <laughs>
2: um, yeah, there's, we're gonna have characters fight each other back and forth. Um, the there's like a barely is barely sense here. Um, but everyone's got ten point. Every character's got ten points. Um, and when they die, they die. But they'll come back to life later, probably. So don't be too sad about it. Please don't be sad about this podcast. Be happy. <laughs> um, those are the rules I got. But now we're entering our first terrain. <clears throat> A Christmas tree the size of a normal man, nine feet, stands between you two. Behind it, a fireplace cracks pleasantly. Oh, uh, wait, sorry, I got to make this a little more uh, mythic. Uh, behind it, a hearth is tended to by Hestia. There we go. Your characters have been at odds regarding business versus authentic small-town life for the entire first half of this Hallmark movie, which, when somehow circumstances have pushed both of you together... To decorate this Christmas tree, which is something you both, strangely, both agree is capital I important. Not only must you fight, but you must also place ornaments upon the tree, decorating it beautifully. Beautifully, in tiny boxes all around you are mystery ornaments with mysterious capabilities that may be used for a fight. Also, any other kind of normal ornament is available, but you, you just sort of have to ask. I'll say yes, most likely, but you have to. You have to ask. I might say no, but you just. I'll have. You have to have a reason. You, 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 you get it. Um,
3: who do we see?
4: Standing in the middle of the room, akimbo, legs wide, hands up upon hips, and sexy as hell, you see Xena, Warrior Princess, from the episode A Solstice Carol, Season 2, Episode 9, which aired on December 9th, 1996. <laughs> she looks like Lucy Lawless. <laughs>
2: Does she have a taunt?
0: She sure does. She says...
2: And who on the other side of this Christmas tree do we see?
0: Friends, you would be amazed at the skin-tight, shiny black leather outfit that one could make in the midst of a nervous breakdown out of a single jacket. Yes, it's Selina Kyle. I'm sorry. Catwoman. <gasps> ...as portrayed by Michelle Pfeiffer in Batman Returns.
2: And uh, just remind me how how that's Christmas?
0: That movie takes place during Christmas.
2: Fantastic. And what year was that again?
0: (laughs) I don't fucking remember.
2: (laughs) Okay. We got (laughs) 1996. We've got a a character from 1996 and a character from the 90s. Also
0: also the 90s, mostly. Hold on. Oh, it's 92. It's 92. Okay. I don't know about you, Miss Kitty, but I feel so much yummier. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Whoa, what the fuck? Damn. Whoa. Merry Christmas. <laughs> One, two, three,
4: fight. Xena's shaking off uh, that the uh, reverberance of that taunt, and she says to herself, I love Gabrielle. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she turns around, and when she stands again before you, you don't recognize her. Though it is Xena, she is in a costume. It's all white rags. She's holding a candelabra, and the room has gone dark. She says, mankind calls me Clotho, first of the fates, whose province is the past. Look upon this ornament, she says, and picks up an ornament, and it reminds you of something devastating in your past, and you take several psychic damage.
3: Whoa, oh, cool, wow. okay.
2: Ooh. Will both of you uh, uh, roll a, a 6 sided die?
0: Yeah. I got a six. I got oh, I got a three. Is that good?
2: <laughs> that doesn't work. You hold up the wrong ornament. You, you you hung up. You hold up an ornament. You hold it actually upside down, so the hook part is hanging, and the hook actually it swings, and the power of the fury uh, pushes it into your little into your little uh, arm. So you take a little Ouch. you take a little cut. You take a little cut, which is minus one point. Apparently,
4: <laughs> doesn't bother me though. She says it, but you can tell she's a little bit in pain. And then she unhooks it and throws it on
2: the tree. <gasps> Great! And what, and, uh, can you tell me what that ornament was?
4: Yeah, it was like, um, a little, it was like a little, uh, greeting from Colorado.
2: Great, greeting from Colorado. <laughs> this is gonna be a beautiful Christmas tree. Uh, when it's covered in blood. Uh, uh Carly, your turn.
0: Uh, Catwoman, um, at the sight of this precious, Porcelain ornament flies into a rage grabs her cast iron skillet and smashes it to pieces she Whoa. then retrieves her own ornament cat shaped and puts it on the tree
3: okay so
2: okay so so you have uh you, wait wait where would you smash the um where would you smash the, the pan I took the
0: I, I took out the ornament
2: you took out the ornament but you did, you did not attack Xena with the pan not yet so you are taking off ornaments from the tree yeah. <laughs> I thought this would be a bad ass day. Turns out it's just a bad day. Uh uh-huh. Ali, it's your move. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, well, uh, Xena, furious
4: at this action, um, still gathers her wits and turns around once again. And I don't recognize her uh, because she looks different. She says, <laughs> I am Laetius, second of the fates, here to show you your present. Tonight we go among your subjects. <laughs> tonight we go among your subjects as anonymous to them as they are to you the better to show you how your cruel laws and harsh judgments affect them and then i take you around town where you are the king and you learn a lesson about how cruel you've been to um
2: can we get some context for what this means
4: i mean well okay here's the thing in the episode it's okay it's a king. You know Zena has like a sword and like other <laughs> weapons, right? She has she the has ring. tons. She has tons. The yeah, ring. the chakram. Totally. Yeah.
2: Well, you know what? Honestly, if that can work on a king, then it can definitely work on a super villain. So yeah. it, I'm saying that works. Uh, we now see uh, more of an antihero. We see Catwoman uh, being pushed by Santa Slay around Gotham, where we see, uh, uh, we see all the victims of people who she's stolen stuff from before. Um, we see uh,
0: she's not a burglar in that movie. What? She's not a burglar <laughs> in Batman Returns. She's That's a so wronged, weird. She's a wronged what? woman. It's so <gasps> weird
2: because I think she's actually stolen stuff in this Gotham that we're seeing right now. So we're seeing uh, so oh, we we see we see a victim uh, looking almost like Joe Lapore walking walking. Uh, he wishes he had he wishes he had um uh, his um his watchback his watchback.
1: Uh, I'm gonna and she, fucking kill you. No, and she sees it. <laughs> I I wish I had my watch back My wife just got me a beautiful golden chain to attach to it But now it's gone I got her a gift card to
0: Chili's
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but the sleigh keeps moving And we see a
2: character who almost looks a bit like Christopher Hastings Uh, He he wishes he all the gold that he
3: had had in his lockbox was still around And we hear him, Mother Oh, I sure could use that gold and also, I wish Catwoman hadn't stolen my virginity.
2: <laughs> Catwoman, how does it feel?
3: Like
0: feels like an awful lot of shit I had nothing to do with. And
1: yet,
4: well, at least it won't lesson. be the last
1: time we hear about virginity tonight. So,
4: <laughs> Just
0: getting started, baby.
1: Well, unfortunately, you take two damage.
0: Okay, that seems fair.
2: But now it's your turn. Okay,
0: cool. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Catwoman um, unfurls her whip at her side, ah. cracking it stylishly. Nice. And she says, meow. And she starts cracking it at Xena.
2: Okay. Um, both of you uh, roll a six side.
4: Four. One.
2: Okay, it works. Zena, will you please describe um, the little dance that you try to do to try to avoid it, but it actually gets in your feet?
4: So, as we know, Xena can, um, can, like, bend her knees and jump backwards, flipping a bunch of times in the air. Oh, yeah! But as she goes to do that and jump the first time, the whip gets her bottom foot. And so then she's just, she's trapped on the ground, in pain, trying to jump from foot to foot, because she can't, um... She cannot perform one of her signature moves.
0: All
2: right. Uh, okay. Okay. So she's kind of prone. She takes three damage here. Holy cool. moly! Since since she can't perform one of her signature moves, we're actually going back to Catwoman. Catwoman's your turn again. And remember, there's still Ooh. ornaments and boxes around of strange ornaments.
0: Yes. So as Catwoman's uh, whip returns to her side, it flings an ornament into her hand, which she catches and places on the tree.
2: Great. Um, uh, is this an ornament that you know what it is, or is it a mystery ornament? It's a cat. It's a cat. Okay, great. So we yeah. know, now now the tree has two cats and no greetings from any state in this glorious union. alley <laughs> to your turn.
0: Yeah. So
4: I I'd like to make an argument though that um, due to um, witnessing and being a part of such an extraordinary feminist display of power, that uh, Catwoman's moves are are making me more powerful as well.
2: <laughs> okay. You've restored one point. Yeah yeah yeah. You've restored yeah. one point. That's pretty fair. Ooh,
0: so so we're even, right? Yeah. Oh shit. Oh no
2: no no you're still you're still up uh you're still up by one. Um, I'm at seven. Oh that's right, yeah. that's
4: right. Yeah. But you don't have any time to think about that because Xena twirls around End of story.
0: Wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't write down the last one. Uh,
4: okay, wait. Um, I'm cutting way forward. Okay. Okay. In what? In the episode. Okay.
2: Allie, I just want I wanna say for the record, I don't care how it aligns with the episode. <laughs> okay, you,
4: you say that now. Uh, okay. So um, Zena opens a box but it's not an ornament box It's actually a box that she brought And there's a donkey in it (laughs) And um Gabrielle's leading it out of the box And she gives it To None other than Mary and Joseph (laughs) Uh, It's a donkey On the road They're giving it as a solstice gift For their glowing baby I've equipped Jesus (laughs) Okay
2: so Okay So you equipped Jesus. So Jesus is, is in play. Uh, this is adult Jesus or baby Jesus.
4: This is tiny baby Jesus. Super okay, super uh, infant baby Jesus.
2: Okay, so um, you know, because when you're decorating the Christmas tree, there's all these like presents around it just to taunt you for what it's gonna be like when you open them on Christmas Day. Outside pops a little baby Jesus on a little like rocky on a little like a rocky horse. Um, <laughs> but uh using his power of um divinity uh the rocky horse charges up and zooms uh knocking um knocking catwoman up and down off it boom 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 you see so it's it's going back and forth across the screen as catwoman uh, jumps up in the air and keeps on getting hit by the as if it was like that as if it was a laser um uh uh, hit 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 again and so uh that takes four damage that takes four damage
0: do i get to roll
2: Uh, um, I forgot. So
0: no. <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ! It's your turn.
0: you, you really are the worst. Okay. I Carly, there's this no is... point. This
2: game has no point.
0: <laughs> I want to win.
2: <laughs> Good luck. You, you can easily. Can you but...
0: imagine the prize? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So that means that that means that Catwoman is going to use her attack. How could you? I'm a woman! Uh, Catwoman tries to guilt Jesus into not attacking me on your next turn. Uh, roll a d6, and if you get a three or lower, you lose your next turn. If you are a woman, you can roll with advantage, but I'm I'm asking Jesus to roll for this one.
2: Okay, and I'll be okay. rolling for Jesus. Okay. Um,
0: you wanna get a four or higher.
2: Okay, I'm rolling for Jesus. I got a oh. six.
0: Okay. Of okay. course he did. Of course he did. He. <laughs> anyway.
2: Um, okay, so, uh, uh, Jesus uh, puts out his hand and says, no, and a, and, a, and a laser shoots from it, knocking back your attack.
4: Hell yeah. Uh, so while Jesus is doing that, um, I take out two ornaments and put them on, and it's a greeting from South Dakota and a greeting from, uh, Iowa. And... <laughs> um and then she initiates her move i didn't know you did gift wrapping where her chakram which is that circle weapon that she has
1: sharp uh, ring what the big sharp ring
4: big sharp ring that she keeps on her belt she uh it's covered in ribbons and it acts like a boomerang and she throws it at the tree and the ribbons spiral around the tree and then the chakram sits on top like a star that's cool
2: um okay you are now supercharged um you are now supercharged because that because you did something amazing to the ornament tree which remember part of the move is, yeah. to, is to decorate the tree um yeah. so uh you are now supercharged uh what do you want to do with, the, with your supercharged? by the way i'd like to is it? Go, go for it
4: <laughs> what's has doing you gotta know i gotta know
2: she's tending to the hearth <laughs>
4: This is it. this is it folks okay here's okay. what i'm gonna do with my supercharged move okay um i'm going to Xena steps forward and says to catwoman
0: so do you want to go on that date or what Mm
4: -hmm.
0: well wait sorry like table talk real quick yeah is this the lead into a move
4: no uh, no it's not that's the move move? yes
0: okay okay
4: because it's also a dating show right
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay but you're just gonna know, but you're just gonna know each other. So if you don't, it's not you don't have to do anything because like the recoupling ceremony is gonna be later. So you're just getting to know each I know, other. No but pressure. But
4: I'm looking okay. to commit
0: to a couple here, right here, right now.
2: Okay. Uh, Cat
0: Catwoman looks over Zena's head. <gasps> mistletoe. You no, know, mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. <laughs>
4: what if you just stand under it?
0: <laughs> she says she 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 like goes under her breath. just like, you know. You were supposed to say a kiss can be even deadlier if you mean it. Okay.
4: Oh, that's really good.
0: Yeah, I know. Will you, will you cue me again? Yeah. You know, mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it.
4: You know, a kiss <laughs> could be even deadlier if you mean it.
0: Catwoman locks lips with Xena. The oh. electricity of this kiss and also the taser she's holding to zena's hip <laughs> is enough to send an electrical current through both of them lighting up the string of lights on the christmas tree clip <laughs> you
2: are both supercharged but you both take 1 damage because of the electricity uh. oh. Uh, but it doesn't matter because you're locked in lips. You're kissing and you're loving each other. And uh, <laughs> let me take that back. Um, but it doesn't matter because your lips are locked and you're connecting for the first time maybe with anyone ever. Right, Zena? This is maybe the first time you've ever connected with anyone ever. Right, Zena? I not have no one four not no love one. interests. Very interesting. <laughs> but, I, but as you have lit up, lit up everything and you two are locked together, you suddenly see in in one of the, uh, the presents a rumbling, a rumbling. Now, Shoots! A python! A Greek monster! Which is just a python! And the python's head comes off like a Tim Burton sandworm, grabs you two and puts you two on the very top of the star, the very top of the Christmas tree as if you two are ornaments already locked together. Now you're stuck in the
0: tree. <laughs> oh no! Is the, the python enter. still on the board?
2: Uh, yeah, the python is now moving around. <laughs> moving around the tree uh, like it's a... a like it's a shark around a, a boat?
0: Well, guess what? While Catwoman and Xena are incapacitated and playing footsie, presumably, in the tree, a golden shafted arrow finds its way surely through the cranium of this python.
2: <gasps> what? Um, it works. I know that it does. Um, but I'm so... C- 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 I'm I, I'm speechless where does arrow come from
0: out steps a sandaled woman she <laughs> yes. looks great and she says "Paraphrasing the iliad <laughs> nice zeus has made me a lion among women and given me leave to kill any at my pleasure yes it's artemis goddess of the hunt goddess of wilderness, goddess of wild animals, of nature, vegetation, childbirth, care of children, and chastity.
2: (laughs) And she has killed her first victim of the night, a python. But what next? What uh, what other hunting (laughs) hunted? Who else will be hunted by this uh, (laughs) masterful huntress of the moon?
4: Yeah. Um... Much like the arrow that shot the python out of the hearth comes a spear, a gorgeous golden spear, and it hits directly, though non-fatally, on Artemis's chest, plating. (gasps) Stepping through the fire and into the room comes the god of war, and he says, I am Ares! (laughs) And he kicks a guy into a hole. (laughs)
2: I'm just a guy in a hole. Well, I wasn't before, but now I am, and I like that about myself. I'm a guy in the hole. Before, I was just a guy with no power to do anything at all in the world. I didn't have direction or an identity, but now I'm a guy in a hole. Thank you, Ares. Thanks. Ares puts a lid on
1: the hole. <laughs> and then Davo shows up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ares and Artemis face each other. Both children of Zeus, both unapologetically themselves. Uh, both uh, into some version of the hunt. Uh, we can imagine, though Ares hunts the war uh, uh, and more. <laughs> it is uh, it is Artemis's turn.
0: Okay, Artemis, uh, frazzled. She's disoriented by by the. sudden attack from her own kin. She says, you killed my bear. So Artemis thinks you killed her bear. She sends a plague upon you. If you are successfully infected, you will lose an additional HP point on each turn. You have to roll a d6 to see if it infects you. If you get three or lower, the plague works.
2: Okay, Ellie, roll that dice. We'll see.
0: Is this plague going to Make me
4: look bad. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna roll with disadvantage because Ares is known for humiliation in his stories. Mm -hmm. It's his kink. (laughs) Yeah, it's his shit. (laughs) Oh, shoot, I got a six. Oh, a three! I got a three! So I didn't win. So I
0: failed it. Right? Oh, yeah, no, that is how disadvantage works. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's very big of you. Yeah.
2: So now you get you take an extra hit point every time you take any damage.
0: No, it's just every turn. It's like every poison, turn, like it's like a Pokemon being poisoned. It's like every turn you get HP taken off
2: you. Okay, no. so Ares, uh you have a, you have a, a a hit point taken off you, um, uh, because apparently she thinks you killed Ursa Major,
0: which is the exact shape of the ornament she's going to place on the tree.
2: Yes. Okay. And for anyone listening at home, upon the tree we have a cat. A cat, South Dakota, welcome to Iowa, and Ursa Major. Um, (laughs) Oh, and two lovers stuck in embrace. And a
0: ribbon, and a chakram, and lights.
2: And lights. Very true. But now it's Ares' turn.
4: Ares, furious at having the plague put upon him, turns to Artemis and casts Mount of Ares, the Aeropangas. It's a natural rock outcrop in Athens, some distance from the Acropolis, that was supposedly where Ares was tried and acquitted by the gods for his revenge killing of Poseidon's son, Palerotheus. Nice. He throws a rock at her. (laughs) Huge. And it's it's just huge. It's a really big rock. Okay. It was Uh like a courthouse rock.
0: (laughs) Wow.
2: Okay, the rock flies flies through the air, flies past Hestia, who is tending to the hearth, past the Christmas tree, partially decorated, and towards Artemis. Uh, both of you, roll a d6. Three.
0: Five. It,
2: it works. The rock smacks Artemis right in the head. Four. Three damage.
0: Artemis is holding her head wound with her hand. With her other hand, she casts she casts her other hand forward, beckoning her pack of bitches to attack Ares. That's right. Artemis has a bunch of hunting dogs. They're beautiful. They're all ladies. And they're running for Ares.
2: Um, okay, so dog after dog after dog leaps at Ares' exposed thigh, because those sandals do that. Um, <laughs> and uh, both of you roll d d6.
0: Five. One. one little point.
2: Uh, the dog. Uh, one dog bites Ares' arm. One dog bites Ares' other arm. One dog bites Ares. <laughs> I'll say no more. <laughs> um, to, to take a full ooh four damage plus an extra one because of the poison. Um, That's so close. you are now at five. You are now at five, Ares. Um, and remember more. Br- br- What's up?
4: I think I'm at four.
2: You think you're at four? Because
4: I was at nine, and that's five.
2: Oh, you're right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Catwoman so, uh, and
0: Xena are now holding hands. <laughs> yeah. um, at the entrance of a pack of bitches, both Xena
4: and Catwoman regain strength and can potentially get free.
2: Free. Um. Okay. You're gonna both have to roll whether the power of your mutual attraction is uh more powerful. Then uh, uh, your um, your instigation into warfare. Um, so both of you, uh, both of you roll a d6. I'm going to say four through six is you break three. Uh, one through three is that you are um, you are staying enraptured with each other's.
0: Bodies. I rolled a three, and I'm not that mad about it. I rolled a three, too, and <laughs> I'm honestly, like, okay with it. Okay,
2: <laughs> you two. I'm going to call you two the ornaments, because you're very <laughs> little ornaments together. Okay. <laughs> but there's some who are not, some who are still in a fight, and it is now Ares' turn.
4: Okay, Um. because I'm, yeah. Aries, bleeding as is his, like, Favored state, just gushing blood, and his bloodlust is going nuts. Um, and he pulls out an apple from his little little satchel that he carries, because apples are sacred to Aries. And he eats it to regain points.
2: Once the apple is bitten, or it, uh, it sees the ornaments around it, and wants to be like one of it, because that's what apples want to do—they want to make friends. And it suddenly. To join its friends on the tree, it becomes a golden apple. A golden apple which any powerful woman in the Greek mythos and beyond wants to be given to them. Uh, And so both Xena and Catwoman break away from their embrace. Now all they want is to be given that apple.
0: So the apple's on the tree.
2: The apple's just a golden apple in Ares' hand.
0: Seeing her comrade-in-arms, Catwoman, Distracted by the golden apple and knowing that this can throw her off course, Artemis looses another golden arrow through the apple, pinning it to Ares' throat.
1: go
2: As the blood flows over the golden apple, it calls upon all of the strange creatures of the night. Those who want to eat blood and those powerful female goddesses who want to be given the golden apple for being the most beautiful. All descend upon Ares' throat, tearing, wrenching, like the Bacchae Bacchae themselves. They they tear Ares apart limb from limb, leaving only an adamantium skeleton. Ares. (laughs) Oh, man. Ares is no more. Only Xena, Catwoman, and Artemis remain on the floor. Allie, They're... it's your turn.
4: Ugh, covered in blood, um, Xena knows what to do. She launches forward on Catwoman and just starts making out with her face.
2: <laughs> Catwoman, does, does this work?
0: It does. But nice. Artemis, the goddess of chastity and an avowed virgin, <gasps> can't stand the heat she blushes so hard that her head explodes and she is out of the game
2: (laughs) okay Uh, um, a skeleton on one side of the floor a headless goddess on the other side of the floor both like two columns around a a Greek temple both flank two gorgeous women (laughs) making out uh, (laughs) As they fall into a Christ- call to the Christmas tree, who cares if it's a little too spiky? They'll protect each other. <laughs> Both win the game. Yeah! Wow.
4: <laughs> now that's a tie.
3: My God, you say a dice rolling improv comedy or audio production of a Smash Brothers-style fighting game with Christmas characters and Greek myth? What else goes on inside the mind of the Uptide Smash creator, Tim Platt? I must know more of what it means to be such a game master. Well, join our Patreon at patreon.com of magic, and you can sip from Tim's black grail of mad genius as he runs some of the wackiest one-page RPGs out there. A pack of scheming bears infiltrates an All of the Animals reunion to steal the bee's latest creation and a session of honey heist. Children fight to escape a haunted house with really specific references to Bethesda, Maryland in What a Terrible Night. And can some frustrated roommates evict the Mothman from the riverboat with the help of the Double jump fruit? The fruit that lets you double jump? Find out when Tim runs. Ah, dang, Mothman won't move out. He said it was just for the weekend. All this and more great art and entertainment added all the time to slash rude tales of magic.
0: Welding instructor Alex DeClair knows
2: firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers.
4: Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders.
2: <laughs> that was amazing! Great job, you two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you. <laughs>
2: but now we've got another fight to happen.
0: Joe, Chris,
1: how you feeling? Pretty merry. Uh, the stockings have been hung by the chimney with care, my man.
2: <laughs> Boys, well, I, I, li- I, uh, I wish I could say that that uh, sunny disposition was gonna last, but in this fighting round, things might get a little sticky, if you know what I mean. But first, let me set the stage. To get a romantic view, you often must climb something. In this case, it's stairs. You walk <laughs> up the winding stone, barely talking because of the incline. Finally, you reach the top to see... Huh? The top of this tower, upon which you are hoping to see a beautiful view of the ocean, is absolutely packed with boxes, not just any boxes, presents, and... Huh? Huh? <laughs> There's a strange figure in the corner putting strange contraptions into the presence. Is it the guy from the Nutcracker? Uh, Santa himself? Oh no, it's Daedalus! Now you understand the horrific truth. Because of the elf unionization you've been listening to podcasts about, Santa had to hire a new toy manufacturer and there's no better than the famous inventor Daedalus. He built the labyrinth one of a few toys too, but beware what you might find in those
3: boxes or use them to your advantage. Who do we see? Tim, you know, I had something prepared, but when you introd me earlier, you said something about two wise men, and I was thinking, you know what might be a little bit more interesting? What? Three. (laughs) Three wise men in gilded robes of high station dismount their aromatic camels. (laughs) Melchior jabs the air and falls into a guard, ready to strike. Casper whips a swift roundhouse kick and gestures a dare to come closer. <laughs> Balbazar does two backflips and then spits. <sighs> uh, uh, uh,
0: uh,
3: three, three, three.
2: Good man. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe,
1: who do we see a- opposite? Tim, there's a, there's a beautiful red curtain in one corner of this room. Huh? A, a lush velvet curtain, and, uh, and a hand emerges from behind it, and a voice from behind that curtain snickers <laughs> and calls out, you know what they say, ten heads is better than three, and the curtain is pulled back, revealing <gasps> the Rat King from the Nutcracker. Oh my gosh. In all his regal glory.
3: <laughs> One, two, three, Fight. Three is more than one. The wise men begin. <laughs> uh, ten is more than three. The three wise men uh, surround the Rat King and taunt him.
1: We three kings uh, nyah, 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 nyah. think you suck. Uh, nyah, 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 nyah.
3: <laughs> Your ass is stinky. Dick is dinky. Hallelujah! Christ is born, (laughs) and then they deliver the kick of the magi.
0: Each one of them kicks
3: you.
2: Um. Okay, both of you. uh, Can you both roll dice? Three. I got a five. Um. uh, Unfortunately, you have not calibrated the song to the ears of the rats who uh, ah shit. uh, so it can hear what you're saying, but does not really discern the melody. Uh, it's just too low, too low for them to really get the depth of the gorgeous song you sang. So there is no damage.
1: Rat King, it's your turn. Tim, I do want to ask real quick. Last round, there was an element of trimming a tree, and I know that there are presents in this room. But is there? Do we also have a task we need to accomplish? Your date task is to enjoy the amazing view over the uh, over the Greek waters. Don't mind if I do. All right, <clears throat> the Rat King, you know, has to has to pull himself away from admiring those waters, and he turns back <laughs> to the three kings and he says, "You're not the only one who can kick, my friend." And he is going to perform the Grand Jeté. <gasps> <laughs> With a grace and a poise, you couldn't imagine from such a a top-heavy beast, he leaps into the air, his rat legs extending gracefully, his little rat feet sticking out in perfect precision. And he's going to, in three leaps, kick (laughs) each one of the three wise men in the face.
0: I'm really picturing this, like, (sighs) stuffed rat head costume that's just, like, (laughs) flapping (laughs) over.
1: (laughs) And as he does, and as he does, he's going to sing out, I am going to beat your ass, and then I am going to win this game. Bum, bum, bum.
3: <laughs> Both of you, please roll a six and I die. That's a six. I also got a six. What's it do?
2: What's it mean? I believe I had something planned for this before, and now I really don't. Roll again. Do we have to go <laughs> to the hideaway? Oh, uh, um... Uh wait a minute, let me think for a second.
3: No. (laughs) Okay. All right, we're gonna roll again. Yeah. Okay. That time it's a two, and the three wise men rolled a five. It does not
2: work. You kick over the three wise men, but they um they've seen the they've actually seen the the uh, the ballet before, so they know that. Oh, I'm
1: so flattered. They know
2: like (laughs) the stage combat uh dance moves to sort of make it look like they've been kicked without actually being kicked, but. Daedalus, still making presents, sees a man flying, uh, uh, led by his feet, and he has an idea. He starts making more and more presents, and out pops six presents all around you all, Uh, um, uh, straight from Daedalus's
3: uh, 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 wicked imagination. (laughs) Um, Three wise men, it's your turn. These wise men have been around for a lot of Christmases, and Melchior knows exactly what's in the box closest to him. Come here, boys! Let's open this one up, <laughs> and he unwraps the present, and out pops a slot machine. Whoa! Labeled "Gift of the Magi."
1: <laughs> 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 well, this, yeah! this, 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 this Jim, I mean, No, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is this is a little unfair. You know, rats are compelled to gamble. <laughs> oh.
2: I'm sorry, Joe. Uh, I'm allowing it. It's a, not, it's, a, it's a common weakness that no one should expect special treatment for.
4: <laughs> Interesting, <laughs> Interesting.
1: Yeah, and that's something I just believe. Wow. We should subtitle these like Tim tells
3: on himself. <laughs> mm. The wise men pull the handle of the slot machine to determine the random attack. The roulette spins and spins. Images were passed of gold frankincense, mirror, cherries and bar I have to match three to attack
0: <laughs>
3: the first wheel locks Frank the second, N Then the third Stein? <laughs> 300 pounds of Frankenstein's monster, barrels out of the slot machine, pummeling into you he's got Christmas lights strung up to his neck bolts, ho 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 I'll allow it g- <laughs> willingly.
2: <laughs> um, uh, uh, the Frankenstein smacks into the, the, the Rat King and take and gives him 2 damage.
1: Ay 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 ay. Thank you for the reaction. <laughs> um Rat King it's your turn. Uh, the Rat King is going to look Frankenstein in the eye, much like Frankenstein the Rat King is misunderstood by so many, you know? <laughs> They're passing, passing through the Christmas streets. So few understand us. <laughs> We're shunned for our monstrousness, and our humanity, our underlying humanity is ignored. And so the Rat King stares into those, those human, human underneath it, all eyes. He's going to try to connect with Frankenstein and sway him to his side. This is using the Rat King's. Um, this is the, using the Rat King's special ability. Uh, his nobility as a royal, the Rat King's refined pedigree gives him a natural plus three charisma. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So it works. Yeah. So it just it just yeah. fucking works. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Um, what do you
1: do? So Frankenstein
2: is compelled by the um, by the Rat King. Frankenstein is drawn into the Rat King's gaze. And what do you choose to do? First of all, what does Frankenstein say?
3: By a bad Christmas cheer good <laughs> uh, Chris
1: tell me real quick which which one of the three wise men uh, carries frankincense as his gift
3: I don't actually think that uh, that's been determined um, and in fact I believe you're it's right written... it's Melchior so <laughs> the king is going to look at
1: Melchior holding a casket of frankincense and he's going to say Melchior wants to burn that frankincense, Frankenstein. What are you going to do about it?
3: Oh, no, no burn Franken anything. Uh, (laughs) And Frankenstein lumbers over to uh, to clobber Melchior with uh, the fist stolen from a man who died long ago. And just like the child
2: who this the Melchior is about to give a gift to, there is um, uh, this guy's also back from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, takes, he takes four damage. Oh, ooh, that's a big juicy hit for the wise man. So Frank yeah, Frankenstein knocks him in, and he and he, and he tumbles back. Oh. But he tumbles back into one of the presents, and the present opens up to reveal a BB gun with wings. <laughs>
1: Hold on, Tim. That because that wasn't my attack, though. That was just that was just uh, you know that was like a bonus action. That's so true. I have to allow it. It's your move. Yeah. but he but Melchior
3: but has that BB uh, gun is
1: there a BB gun with a with a wings that are um, uh, fused together by wax. Okay. Um, uh, the Rat King stands up, collecting himself from the from the blow from Frankenstein, and then he's going to raise his saber high, and then he is going to get on point. And use the move Swords Dance. It's a normal type move, and it raises <laughs> the user's attack by two stages. <laughs> and this this move can be learned by both Rattata and Raticate, so naturally, uh, the Rat King also knows it.
0: He's okay. obviously okay. an evolution of those two.
1: He he his dance is so powerful it creates like a mirror image of the Rat King. He's hard to he's hard to follow. He's hard to catch, and he's stronger than ever. And so, the, and and who, whom does he strike? Did he strike anyone? He strikes no one. This is just like this is Charging like a up. charge up move. Gotcha. Okay, so he's charged up, but
3: now yeah. it is the three wise men's turn. Melchior looks to the to the BB gun uh, behind him, grabs it, and has never seen a gun before, and throws it at the Rat King. Oh, the rat! Uh, the
2: the gun flies. Oh, or actually, tell me, how far from the sun does
3: the does the um, BB gun fly? <laughs> Is it a normal distance well, or is it too close to oh, the sun? That's inter- oh, gosh. Boy. Um, you know, I kind of want to aim it low because that's where the wrecking is. But it might get too close to the ocean spray, which would gum up the wings. Uh, but if I went too high, it would be melted by the sun. Exactly. And that would cause it to come crashing down. So, no, nah, I think I'm going to risk it. We're going high.
0: Okay. <laughs> so,
3: <laughs> there's no other option. The BB, the BB gun flies high, 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 and
2: then proud BB guns, too proud, too proud by far. The wings begin to melt, and the BB gun falls into the water, falls into the water, and splash. The BB gun is no more. And
0: oh.
2: is there a constellation? There's not a constellation. There's, not, there's no constellation. A
0: <laughs> BB gun
3: constellation? <laughs> Balthazar um, glares at Melchior. You're gonna get your wise card revoked if you keep pulling crap like that. Um, let we zoom into the wise card. What's the wise card look like? Um, it's a it's a picture of uh, three uh, robed men in crowns uh, crossing the desert uh, on camels, and it says um, "wise men gifts," gold or something that smells nice, <laughs> and then it has a phone number or where you can contact them this I like but it's not it doesn't matter what I like because it's not even
2: my
1: turn it's the rat king's turn and he's all charged (laughs) up Joe what do you do the rat king in this moment of magi discord chooses to strike he uses on guard and he leaps at the wise men with his saber slashing Oh wait, both of you roll a six side die Um, but Joe gets advantage because he's charged up of course I rolled, a, I rolled a 6 I rolled a 6 and a 4 so. and I got a 3 Okay It three. works
3: You take <sighs> 3 damage Oh my goodness Oh no Tim That Obliterates 2 of my 3 wise men Whoa um, Yeah Melchior And Balthazar Are down no. uh, Casper Cowers In his Beautiful robes He's the only one left
2: uh, can I just say a quick parenthesis when you first said Casper I thought are you gonna make <laughs> or were you gonna make the three wise men Casper stinky and, and, and <laughs> what was his name Tubbo or something like that <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> um close parentheses. it's your move <laughs> and remember there's five other presents that just came out of uh uh, uh strange hands
3: oh gosh it's so tempting Tim it's so tempting but Casper's It's getting real close for him. I think it's time to perform his ultimate attack. Revenge of the Magi. (gasps) Nice. Now. What? Here's something. There's what? One, two, three Magi. Or at least there was. Magi, Magi, Magi. And that makes you think. Makes you wonder. Hold on. There are Magi in the Bible? Mages in the Bible? Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. You see, these aren't just wise men and kings from afar. They are powerful wizards.
0: Whoa!
3: Casper casts lightning bolt, <gasps> which does 86 damage. <laughs> okay. um, It works. Let's see how, wh- how much. <laughs>
1: no! That's so much damage. Four, seven, eight, uh, 13,
3: 14. Uh, twenty, uh, twenty-five, uh, thirty, uh, thirty-six. <laughs> so
2: the lightning bolt uh, 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 crackles from his hands and starts uh, fizzing up and down, up and down, and it shoots through the air. But you made a fatal mistake. You forgot oh, that no. you, made, you made a Frankenstein who fell in love with the Rat King, who jumped in front of the lightning bolt and was <laughs> obliterated. There is now no more Frankenstein on board is the Rat King's. move? But some of that electricity did get
3: in and cost the Rat King four damage. OK, because oh. the lightning bolts do pass in a straight line through their opponents. Yes. So thank you for thank you for respecting that. Yes, but some, and, of, it, yeah, but um, some of it diminished in the spirit it, of the holiday. It, yeah, yeah.
1: Some of it diminished, thank so you. That's why it's a
3: <laughs> thank you.
1: Thank you. Yeah, no the problem. Rat King stands with a new fury, a new anger in his eyes. His new connection with the Frankenstein snuffed out so quickly. He <laughs> looks at the remaining wise man and he says, We were cracking on! <laughs> and he is going to use his super move. Infestation. Ew! Uh-oh. He, ra- <laughs> he raises his hand, and from all corners, a massive army of rat soldiers arrive to swarm and destroy his enemies with military precision. They dance, they, they strike, they bite.
2: <laughs> Wait, so the- you're saying that these rats are crawling up the tower? Not well
1: yeah, but they're man-sized rats with, with uh with uh, ballet uh, shoes. Uh, with dancers legs.
2: <laughs> Didalus
1: looks down, he looks at his presents. If he doesn't get these presents out, he's gonna lose
2: the contract from Santa. He looks around, oh what am I gonna do with all these rats? What am I gonna do with all these rats? What am I gonna Hey Dad Icarus, not now. <laughs> Looks like you need someone to swoop down there and get those rats, don't you? Icarus, no, no, no. I saw you put some wings on the BB gun. Why not give me wings too? Icarus, <laughs> come on, Dad. You need me to. Fine, take these wings and swoop down there to stop those rats. But do not, but do not fly too close to the sun, or the wax to hold the feathers together it might melt them. I promise, Dad. I'll never do that. I'll just take the rats.
1: Icarus, has when he said take these wings, did he, were they broken wings? Uh, no, no, no. Okay, okay,
2: no. Um, so Icarus has entered the board. Um, he puts on wings and swoops down and starts attacking rats here and there, here and there. But still a few crawl their way up who then, who then leap at, uh, at this final wise men. Uh, can both of you roll a d6? Actually, no, but it is a, it's a super move, so it works. So I'm just
3: going to do a, a damage. Two. Oh, Oh, Casper, uh, Casper nearly vomits in revulsion <laughs> as the rats scratch at his noble skin and fingernails. He's down to one hit point, and it's his turn.
2: What are you gonna do?
3: <laughs> Casper Casper desperately unwraps the closest Christmas present to him. Oh my God, It's a nutcracker.
2: With wings. <gasps> no, no. How could? How could it? It's no, Dim. W- it's actually number one on my list. <sighs> it's actually a- I've read it before. It- I had no idea it's number
1: one on the list. I didn't know. I didn't make this up. Fine, fine. No, fine. Great. Um,
3: Casper chokes through blood bubbling up through his teeth. Dance nutcracker, dance, and he thrusts
2: it at the Rat King. Where does it? Fly in terms of its relation to the sun: too close, oh, far gosh. away, or just right.
0: Choose <laughs> wisely.
2: Yeah, because far away and 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 in the middle, just don't know if they have different <laughs> consequences there.
1: I gotta say, for me, thank God the sun is out, and it's not like the stroke of midnight, because otherwise, because you know, the nutcracker might come to life. But no, the sun could, is the out. Sun's out. Sun's out. Yeah.
3: <sighs> and the, yes, the rat king's guns are out. Yeah. Tim, I'm happy to say that the least wise of the wise men has perished. Casper throws it clean down the middle. The the nutcracker soars through the air,
2: not too close to the sun at all. And its mouth open, it chomps right on the Rat King's horrid nose to give him three damage. His balls unscathed. Now you both are at nine, I believe. I believe you are both at you both have one hit point left. That's I know I do, yeah. You all look around. Uh, Icarus is still flying around. <laughs> now, but he's not too far. He's, he's, not, he's not getting too close to the sun. He's still swiping away
1: different rats. Joe, it's your turn. Um, faced with no choice left, the rat king turns and opens one of the presents. <gasps> oh my god. It's a comb you've sold your hair for. With wings? <laughs> um, that's fine, the Rat King says. I can work with this. It's okay. And the Rat King is going to hold the comb out, and with, with the extreme precision, the, the body control, the, the poise that the Rat King possesses, he's going to fling the comb at, the, at Casper, uh, like uh, like a like a throwing star. Ooh. Okay, and just
2: and and uh, uh, I think uh, I would go as far as say that like ancient um, or like even biblical era um, uh, uh, wise men or kings uh, they they love combs because it makes <laughs> their hair so clean. Um, yeah. Which is very important. Um, so yeah, combs uh, make hair clean. Yeah. So I'm gonna say this is a really good move. Um, well, both of you roll a six-sided die.
0: Interesting that you're pro comb this time around.
2: I've always been pro comb. Just the scenario got- in which the coma comes into play. That's where I've got some
1: questions. <laughs> the year-long beef. I got a five. Ooh, I got a four. The comb hooks
2: into your knotted hair, and the momentum, because it's also flying, it it pulls you off. It it it, 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 it pushes you back, back, back until you fall off
3: the ledge of the cliff of the tower! Uh, I never got to meet Jesus (laughs) I got told his name was Jesus
2: (laughs) Crash He falls into the water Drowned forever Icarus sees the whole thing happen and goes "Huh? See that guy's problem was he flew too close to the wander I won't be dumb enough to make that mistake He begins to fly higher (laughs)
1: <laughs> the tension is ratcheting up <laughs> but we'll cut away from that now but Tim before we move on the Rat King is battered and beaten and at his at his lowest point he's barely clinging to light he, he's only got one hit point left he's in no condition to continue the fight and plus he still has to learn to love again now that Frank is gone mm-hmm <laughs> He calls in for an assist and swap out with his tag team partner. That's really smart because <laughs> you only really have one hit point left, so you're gonna need someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you need someone. Yeah. I want to start fresh. I want to come in fresh. So yeah. So you hear a crash of thunder. A bolt of lightning streaks down from the sky, and then standing before you in his toga glory is yes, Zeus, the king of the gods. <gasps> 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 he he looks around the battlefield, smiling with a proud smile and <laughs> with a with a big godly laugh uh, quotes one of his favorites Aristophanes and says Aha! Open your mouth and shut your eyes and see what <laughs> Zeus will send you
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Zeus, the king of the Olympians, the power of the sky and the lightning bolt, a lascivious man indeed too if you also follow many of his stories, he has entered the
3: board but Chris, who do you got? All right, I've got another character ready to go as well. The land quakes with the approaching footsteps of a titan. Mm. Behold, the youngest son of Uranus the sky and Gaia the earth. It's Earth's first king, the ruler of the Golden Age. It's the sickle-swinging daddy of the gods, (laughs) Cronus. I have come here to castrate my father and devour my sons, and I'm all out of father.
4: (laughs) Yo.
2: Okay, and you know what? The Titan takes prominence.
3: He came first. (laughs) Fight. What else can I do but cast devour children? Kronos <laughs> <laughs> grabs Zeus and tries to start eating him. <laughs> You're going to go down this time, boy. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, do you have a...
1: Uh, I, I, would, uh, I would roll for this, but Joe, I want to give you a chance to deflect. Tim, I do not take that chance. In fact, I let it happen. What? Oh, okay. That's right. Okay, so you... Zeus, Zeus puts up no fight. Zeus stands proudly and placidly as
3: his father lifts him to his mouth.
0: <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I mean it. I'm, go right ahead. All right. And he does it. He pops him right right down his gullet. I allow it.
0: Wow.
1: Tim, okay, now I'd like to take my my turn. Okay, go for it. But I mean, you're practically dead, right? I mean, you just got eaten by a titan. But right now, I am going to use one of the items in Zeus's uh, in Zeus's um, inventory. Right, <laughs> the thing I told everyone to do. Yes. Were we supposed to have and, items? No. And no. he's no. going. <laughs> oh shit and he's going to use Make Daddy Puke. <laughs> Once he had grown up, Zeus used an emetic or a, or a, 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 a vomit aid uh, like Ipecac given to him by Gaia to force Kronos to disgorge the contents of his stomach in reverse order first, well Zeus in this case. Then the stone that impersonated Zeus, which was set down at Pytho under the glens of Mount Parnassus to be assigned to mortal men, and then his two sisters and and then his two brothers and three sisters, Demeter, Hestia, Hera, Hades and Poseidon. And so they all come
2: out. Yes. Okay, well so here's what I say, because you got swallowed and that fucking sucks, you take
1: <laughs> 2 damage. Um <laughs> fine. But actually no Tim. Uh, that's wrong. Okay. Wow. Go off. Uh, Zeus Zeus takes 1 damage. Okay. His special ability is the quote from Sophocles, "The dice of Zeus always fall luckily." So wow. so in every turn, the best the best possible dice roll must be received for Zeus. So he, he can only take 1 damage.
2: Okay, <laughs> unfortunately, Chris, I'm sorry that's true.
1: Um, and <laughs> I can't, to, but to be, I can't argue with that.
2: But to be fair, I'm going to give you 1 damage. Yeah, one damage per uh, per thing. Yeah, that's the, role. that's the roll. That's the you roll. You roll get, you get, yeah, you rolled one, of course. Um uh no, Kronos, uh, you you also take one damage for th- throwing up. And you threw up all you threw up the you threw up the yeah. rest of them.
3: Um <laughs> Yeah. Uh Chronos barfs up god after god after god after god is after god. Uh It looks it looks bad. It looks bad how much how many people are coming out in a wave of vomit, it looks bad. It feels bad. It smells bad. It looks, it looks bad.
2: <laughs> they all roll out and they all turn to you, and it looks like they're about to fight. They're so mad. But then they look next to them. You got us presents, Dad? Really? Oh, thank you. So you swallowed us just to have a surprise later. You swallowed us to bring us to where the presents are. Thank you, Dad. We love you. And they dive
1: into the presents. Tim, there are only a few presents left. Uh, yeah, but they're- but And the, more... these are five gods. This is Poseidon, the lord of the seas. Hades, the king of the underworld. And they all go for the same gifts. And what do they
2: find? <laughs> they find a stocking with wings. They find-, they find <laughs> There was a, pair a of stocking
4: sho- in a box?
2: <laughs> yes. They find a pair of shoes uh, for your mama with wings. <laughs> and they find Medusa's head with wings. Ooh. Ooh. Hey guys, look what I found! <gasps> Poseidon turns to stone. Hey guys, look what I found! <gasps> Hades turns to stone. Hey guys, look what I found! Hera turns to stone. Hey guys, look what I found! <laughs> Demeter, Demeter turns to stone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hestia looks. Uh, Hestia looks at the stones and goes, "I'll get back to the hearth." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tim, Poseidon has been turned to stone. What happens to the beautiful Greek waters below? The beautiful Greek waters? Simple.
2: They turn to stone too. They also turn to stone. And Icarus, seeing that, goes, Oh my god, I'm glad I'm not flying too close to the stone. I would hit it and then crack my skull. I'm going to fly even higher. And even higher he goes.
1: (laughs) Whose turn is it? I don't remember. Mine. (laughs) Okay, go. Zeus sad about his dumb siblings (laughs) he really thought they were gonna help him like they did historically Unsheaths his thunderbolts forged by the cyclops specifically to destroy Kronos and he's going to hurl them at his father Mm -hmm. calling out you're a bad dad (laughs) okay both of you roll a six I die I rolled a six I rolled a
2: three Okay, it works. Kronos, you take
3: four damage. But now it's your turn, Kronos. Kronos stumbles and from within his cloak pulls out a sand dial. Kronos' hair turns gray and grows rapidly. As you gaze into the falling sands of the clock, you are reminded of the relentless passage of time that will drive all mortals to their inevitable final day age before chronos behold father time yes and uh, so that makes you like age rapidly and and uh makes you weak <laughs> tim but i'm not mortal oh. um a record scratch sounds and crow yes. says wait what well then, and and then he just he sees he's still holding a sickle and he says well then um i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna Cut your genitals off with this. That's that's, an, that's another move. It worked on your grandfather. It's going to work on you, too. Come here. And he starts swinging.
4: Come here. Come okay. here. Come over here.
3: So um, what happened is uh, the,
2: the, the power of time that you employ, um, you you see that Zeus, um, who had been clean-shaven before, it, it, it seems like his face ages. He suddenly grows a long, white beard, but his body stays incredibly ripped. Um, so all that happens is he's a big beard,
1: but then you start swinging that sickle at him. Um, Zeus, what do you do? Uh, Zeus dodges. He, his genitals are his most important part. Okay, <laughs> yeah, both good, of you roll a six, awesome. I die. Yeah. I got a six. I, I rolled a two.
2: <laughs> okay, so you move back just in time for him to shave that big beard off of you. You're clean
1: shaven again. Classic, <laughs> Zeus. It's your move. There's a, there's a ding <laughs> yeah. off his freshly, his beautifully shaven face says How dare you restrict my ability to one day father many more gods and demigods and other people. Zeus beast mode and Zeus is going to transform into a stunningly beautiful and sexy
3: swan uh, Kronos uh, tugs <laughs> at his collar and, uh, and steam erupts from within Things are getting hot here uh, Zeus is going to soar into the sky, although not that high.
1: Thank you. And from above, he's (laughs) going to rain down on his... what? Will you say not that high again, please? Yeah. Not that high. I don't care how high it goes. I just care how close it is to the sun. (laughs) Not that close. Oh, thanks. (laughs) And from above, the swan Zeus is going to rain Greek fire down upon his father. In an aerial oh. bombardment. Wait, oh, can no, you, but you gotta justify the fire. Well, it's it was em, it was employed by the by the Greeks. It was a, It was a an ancient incendiary weapon developed by the Greeks and lost to time. Only the ancient Greeks knew how to make it. Okay, and fire, of course, was <laughs> stolen from the gods. Okay, but now the humans have fire too. Yeah, but it's still it's still good.
2: Okay, fine. I'll allow it. Why not?
0: (laughs) I'm going to try that next time. It's still good.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Okay, um, uh, uh, Kronos. So
1: it's basically Napalm. Okay. Um, and Kronos, you take one damage. Oh! Also, I would say because this is such a powerful incendiary, Tim, if there's anything, like, made of wax below, (laughs) it would probably melt. Okay, so, um...
2: Every gift that Daedalus has made has wings of wax on it, and the fire melts all of the wax, and the and it, it's it's like uh, an ocean of wax pours out of these boxes that then uh, um, that then puddle around your feet, locking yourself in place.
3: Kronos, uh, <laughs> uh, as as the wax melts all around him, getting stickier and stickier. Kronos wields his time powers, but in the other direction, uh, quickly fashioning all of that wax into massive, titanic sized wings that he straps onto his arms, and then quickly cooling them with a, f- with a flurry of wax, he takes to the sky to chase after his gorgeous goose son. Or is that a <laughs> swan? <laughs> Sorry, the they all look the same to Kronos, and they all look good—good good enough to eat, that is. Kronos <laughs> opens wide; it works. A uh, swan—he's
0: just gonna keep trying to eat him.
3: <laughs> falls into the
2: mouth of the wicked man. There's nothing that he can do to stop him, right? That's right. Well,
1: Tim, Tim. no, no, Tim's right. I'm afraid the I'm afraid the god Helios might disagree because. Kronos didn't mention how close he was flying to the sun, which can only mean that he's flying pretty dang close. It works.
3: You're (laughs) I didn't mention it because Kronos, uh,. Like, really, he's so smart. He wouldn't even... It's not even an issue. Tim already said it works. You might as well say, like, because Cronus didn't mention that he didn't trip on a gun on the way up, he didn't fire (laughs) it. Like, it's obvious that he didn't fly into the sun. That's a really good point. I'll
2: remember that in the future, but we are not in the future. Ah, We're in the now. I've lost the charisma battle. Cronus, uh, uh, full of child, um, his wings begin to melt. As he falls... Plummets, plummets
1: towards the rocky ground. Oh, no. And, right. as, he pl- and as he plummets, he, you start to see um, Kronos' uh, titanic belly uh, getting bloated and sort of misshapen and sort of like there are like pointy things coming out from inside it. And then one of them
3: rips through it. It's a thunderbolt. Ah! I keep getting these tummy aches after eating these children. <laughs> Chris, I'm sorry. This is Why? your death. Please. No. Describe the death. Chrono <sighs> splats on the concrete ocean. <laughs> his, his blood explodes oh. so hard out of his big fucking body. that it shoots into the sky across the entire world. And that was the invention of rain.
0: You made water come out my nose. (laughs) (laughs) The winner
2: winner is Zeus. Do you want to celebrate Zeus? Yeah, he castrates his dead father. (laughs) Way up in the sky, Icarus goes... Jeez, I'm glad I didn't have that relationship with my father. Well, what did he say again? Ding! He hits the sun and becomes the <laughs> <a> sun. <laughs> it. Icarus is oh, yeah. the sun now.
1: It. End of match. Um, wow. Woo! I've heard, of, I've heard of Icarus a sun, but Icarus the sun? Exactly. Oh
2: my god. Mm. For the recoupling Ooh. ceremony. Yes.
1: Okay.
4: Should we
1: go to the fire pit? Should we go to the fire pit? Yeah, let's go to the fire pit. Uh Uh, um. uh Zeus, Zeus standing proudly over his dead father, is distracted when his phone pings. Oh. oh. He pulls it out and looks at it and then calls out to in a, in a bellowing voice that is heard all across the islands of Greece. I got a text.
4: <gasps> oh my gosh, I, I, do you got a text?
1: Yes. Yes. It is now time for the recoupling ceremony. Please join all the characters by the fire pit. Hashtag now or never. Hashtag Christmas surprise.
4: (laughs) Uh, Xena takes Catwoman's hand sort of nervously and and they walk over to the fire together. Kind of like, okay, it's gonna be fine. Catwoman is not nervous. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Actually, Xena isn't either. (laughs) Not at all. Never has been.
2: In a semicircle around the fire pit, by the way, that fire pit is tended to by Hestia, Um, (laughs) we have all of the competitors of Yuletide Combat Family of this round. And if you look up, you will realize that this entire fire pit, this entire ceremony is taking place... In the Roman Colosseum, after Constantine has already converted. And for new nitpickers out there, I can think of no better fusion of Greek mythology in the modern Christmas season than Imperial-era Rome celebrating anything. (laughs) Standing on the other side of the semicircle are the winners. We have Zeus, and then we also have Catwoman. Catwoman and Xena. They are the winners. In the opposite semicircle, they have all the competitors of Yuletide Combat Family who have not won. So we have Kronos, three wise men. Uh, We also have Arachne, mid-transformation. We have Orpheus, who just got out of a big thing and he's not really ready to talk about it. The Sugar Plum Fairy, who really thought the Nutcracker was going to be here. The Grinch, who didn't come to make friends. Queen Yacosta, who really thought her son was going to be here. And of course, Jesus
3: Christ.
0: Are, um, are Ares and, um, Artemis's spirits there as well, or?
2: Yes, they are also there. Um, so, so Zeus, you may make the first selection.
0: How does this, wait, (laughs) sorry, I don't, I don't know this show. How does this work?
1: I'm about to show you how it works.
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) Zeus, uh, looks a little more flustered than usual. Like, he's kind of, uh, unsure. He sort of looks across the whole span of people, um, and then he says, I would like to couple up with this person because they, uh, they have uh, what could be a really strong connection with me. Um, I really enjoy having them around the villa. Um, <laughs> <they> <laughs> I've really enjoyed getting to know them and want to get to know them more. It's a bit, they're, not, they're not my usual type, but I'm, I'm interested in exploring that with them. Um, so, the person I would like to cu- couple up with is... The Sugar Plum Fairy. <laughs> <laughs> she gets up,
2: um, she's, like, a little confused that she was not expecting this. They had a conversation where she sort of said she was just into being friends, friend, so she walks over next to you, um, and turns aside, she goes, uh, thank you. Next, we have Xena.
4: Um so i would love to couple up with this person because she is badass and cool and you know always down for a fight or a snog uh she ticks all my boxes (laughs) and i just think Um, this could be the start of something really real, and I'm excited to meet her family. (laughs) (laughs) I pick Catwoman. I'd like to stay with Catwoman. Nice.
2: Catwoman, who's staying right next to you, what do you do?
0: Give her a big ol' snog on the lips. Oh boy! <laughs> well, since Catwoman
2: also had the opportunity to pick, and now is taken, Kronos uh, is invited to get up and
3: uh, and then do his recoupling. Uh, wow! Uh, so good to be alive again. Uh, though I know it only means that I am again uh, cursed to walk the earth alone, aging so slowly reminding all of the ravages of time. Um, uh, you know, I... Family's really important to me. <laughs> um, even though I, I didn't have the greatest relationship with my father, I think I could learn to do better. And, um, you know, so I think the person I'd like to... Uh, get to know better as someone else whose father uh, condemned him to death. Um, <laughs> Jesus,
2: uh, <laughs> I choose you. <laughs> um, Jesus, wa- Jesus walks up and goes next to Jesus. I knew you can pick me. I just I could tell you can pick me. And he, and, and he grabs your hand very firmly.
4: Xeno um, shares a look with Jesus like, nice, you know, because they're friends.
2: Yeah, And he's like, I remember you from when I was a child. <laughs> Yeah, and then next to all of you is Narcissus. Narcissus <laughs> says, "Uh Well, I know who I'm gonna pick. I pick me." <laughs> Silence. Suddenly, we hear in the in the crowd of the Colosseum, we hear someone raise from their chair. It's 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 Emperor Constantine, who turns his thumb down. Nar- <gasps> Narcissus cannot pick himself. He must pick someone, anyone else besides him. Narcissus is, is so sad, <laughs> he, rush, he looks around and rushes to the pool, which is also by the villa, and looked, uh, And also everyone knows that, that you know the Roman amphitheater can like, make a little pool. Uh, and he looks into his reflection and goes, I can't recouple, wait, I have to recouple, but I can't pick you, and you're my only love. Oh, I wish you could walk with me away from the spot with which you are stuck, more Narcissus. No, no, come back, my tears, they're causing ripples which distort your perfect image. Wait. Those aren't just tears. It's snow! You all look up, and you see the sky, crowded with descendant flakes, flurrying like a holiday movie. The snow floods over the water, the frozen water, covering up Narcissus' reflection. No! Come back! Come back! He screams as the white flurries blanket over the water, flake after flake after flake after. Hat? A top hat lands amongst the snow in front of Narcissus' face as he sees (laughs) the very spot his beloved once shimmered begin to clump and build upon itself. A snowball. A second snowball. A third snowball. OMG, out of the very water of Narcissus' reflection has birthed Frosty the Snowman. And this time, he looks just like Narcissus. But you're me. But not me? Emperor, I choose Frosty. Constantine, (laughs) thumbs up.
3: <laughs> i'm frosty the snowman and in this episode of root tales of magic i get to fuck narcissus <laughs> happy holidays everyone bombshell happy holiday, happy holiday. i'm buzzing
2: <laughs> you just heard the voices of ali fisher carly minardo christopher hastings Jill lapore and tim platt This episode of Yuletide Combat Family Greek Mythology was edited and sound designed by Tim Platt, featuring special music from Steve DeSiena. Yuletide Combat Family is a Rude Tales of Magic thing, and Rude Tales of Magic is a bucket of milk thing. The game Yuletide Combat Family is, like most things, made up.
3: Hi, I'm Branson Reese, Uh, I'm repped by WME, I'm 6'3", and this is Frosty the Snowman. I'm Frosty the Snowman, and in this episode of Rude Tales of Magic, I get to fuck Narcissus. Happy holidays, everyone. I'm Frosty the Snowman,
1: I am, I am, and in this episode of Rude Tales of Magic, I get to fuck Narcissus.
3: Happy holidays, everyone. I'm Frosty the Snowman, I am, I am, and in this episode of Rude Tales of Magic, I get to fuck Narcissus. Happy holidays, everyone. You anything else?
4: That was a HeadGum Podcast.